Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. The Pod Network Entertainment. Going on, this is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. Let me talk to you. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Adam! Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Run! Bang! The sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles. Hey, hey, this is the Cosmic Cactus, Paul London. Hello, my name is Zila Dragunov. The star, the NXT champion, and you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening. And you are listening. And you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. To the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. so much for checking out this week's bonus episode of the wrestling wrestling podcast where we feature the topics that we just didn't have time for on the live stream stan c romoran and uh, emil nate checking in once again and we're going to start off with roman reigns reacting to jimmy uso being back in the bloodline so uh abrupt into because you know the the usos made such a huge show out of leaving the bloodline only for jimmy to turn on jay and then for a while, very questionable yung allegiance ni Jimmy. And then now, he's clearly trying to get back into the, into the good graces of uh, the tribal chief. So, what do you think of this development with Roman being back and him uh, not really being sure with Jimmy Uso being um, right uh, so, so close to him once again? Okay, so uh, I'll let Emil take this first because... Uh, I, I told him things after Jimmy turned heel, Deva. So, and uh, now I think uh, I'm ready to take that L. So, Emil, uh, you you go first here. Yeah, like I can still remember what I said after SummerSlam. Uh, if Jimmy's gonna go back to the Bloodline, then the whole the whole thing will uh, jump the shark. And for me, it's starting to go to that territory where. Wala nang bago eh. Like, again, they're just circling ideas at this point. Like, where's the character development? Saka, when, um, when they initially explained what happened on SummerSlam, Jimmy said that, uh, he doesn't want Jay to be like Roman. Pero ngayon, he's trying to get back to Roman, which is, I don't know, like, I, I, na ako naniniwala na Jay is plotting, ay, Jimmy is plotting something. Like he really wants to be back in the bloodline for, and then all the character development that was done before SummerSlam is is gone. Like he's back to square one. That's why ever since uh, split sila, Jay has been the the better Uso. Because he, I mean, he has been the one who went to Raw and also did other things. And Jimmy got stuck as a SmackDown. And he's back to where he was a few months ago, this time without his brother. So, so long, I know. I, I don't like this. Like, before, kasi with the bloodline, 
there's usually one or two characters where even though they're all heels, you'll root for them. Like before it was Sammy, right? Even though Latsila heel, Sammy is the is the glue that holds the bloodline together and keeps them interesting. When after uh, Sammy left, it was Jay. He was the one who was the glue of the bloodline and kept that story interesting. But now with both of those two guys out of the story, out of the bloodline, who and Solo not even wala pa si Solo do sa point na he's already gaining uh, traction because again he's like the Batista nga pero wala pa siya do sa point na people are rooting for him to turn on Roman so it has gotten stale it has this story has gotten so stale for me the, and it has gotten so stale to a point that they need the judgment day just so they could be interesting again i think pero at this point i really don't have any rooting interest in this story whatsoever. All right. Uh, my feelings about this are complex. Um, I still think that they are building up to something. Like I see the little, the little things, the little, uh, little interactions. Uh, I see little details that tell me, na, okay, maybe na balak po sila. But uh, oh, I'm ready to take the L and eat the L on this for now because um, I can see now why uh, some of the fans or a lot of the fans are starting to tire of the long-term storytelling devices for Triple H, WWE. Because, uh, yes, long-term, stories, long-term storytelling is good, especially when we had a real lack of it back in the Vince days. But... You do also want to see things progress at a pace that can still keep you interested, can still keep you hooked. Right? So um, even though, yes, I can see in, uh, there are these little things that uh, hint toward uh, something big for Jimmy against Roman and the rest and even Solo, they're taking too long to get to it. And that's why people like Emil, fans like Emil, feel that right? uh, you do got to move things along. and. No matter how epic your epic is, uh, if people are tired of it, you can't blame them for getting tired of it. Then um, sometimes, uh, story long, sometimes long term storytelling is good, but you do have to find the sweet spot in uh, making what you really want to happen happen in the time frame that people want to see it happen. So you know that's I think it's a big L here, and uh, because you know people outside looking in, like I've I've seen Kaz of the Mass Man Show post a tweet about uh, criticizing yung story arc ni Jimmy. So when you got people like that who have seen through it, who who have given up on it, talagang talo na. Uh, you gotta fix something. You gotta do it. Some. You gotta. Uh, you gotta do something else, or you gotta get to where you were going. You can't. You can't do all of this and then say you're only in the bottom of the third. Uh, it really isn't helping you, and it isn't helping your case. It isn't helping the case of the people, the, the wrestlers, the characters that people want to cheer, people want to boo. Uh, you you do have to juggle it. Finally, and this is not them doing that. Is the issue that Jimmy turned heel, or is it that he is trying to get back in with the bloodline? It is that, yes. The fact that he has gone against 
why he turned heel the reason why he said he turned heel on uh on his brother jay because he said that he didn't want to he didn't want to see him be like roman and then he is back here doing the thing that roman he's he's closing up to roman he's sucking up to roman again that was he is even said that you know he could be tribal chief one day right? so a lot of those things are indirect uh contradiction to what he said to the point now okay there has to be an end game here there has to be an ulterior motive here but uh everyone is not seeing it now mm-hmm. all right uh let's move on here and talk about dynamite which um new episode kanina actually told a lot of stories push a lot of them forward one of them being edge really uh digging deep into his backstory with christian which tyro we've read edge's book you know we are edgeheads through and through so we are familiar with these already but for younger fans like emil or rowan or whoever else uh th- this might be the first time that you hear about how deep yung story talaga nila ni christian is diba? Uh, so you have that story you have powerhouse hobbs trying to explain why uh he turned on chris jericho why he's so angry at jericho apparently jericho once snubbed him and his grandma the way eminem supposedly snubbed stan and his little brother man uh you have adam cole walking out on roderick strong in the kingdom finally so uh a, a lot of stories here um i don't know if you want to focus on any of these because i kind of want to talk about the hobbs story first Yeah, go go for it. Yeah, go for it. I'm beginning to have a problem with AEW wrestlers referencing their real lives and their interactions with these legends. Like the first time with Punk and MJF was fine, and then when they reference the MJF, the Adam Cole, oh, it's okay. That that's your shtick. But now Hobbs gets to do it and brings up like some random date from when he was a child and whatever <laughs> trauma this legendary wrestler gave him just because they didn't have the time to say hi to him. Um. It, it's beginning to feel like it's lacking in originality now. And I get it. Uh, a wrestling fan. Eh? So at some point, we've probably crossed paths with these wrestlers and have had a moment that really made a mark on us for better or for worse. But can we have a point, Muna, where we kind of hold off on these story uh, origin stories first? Because I'm getting tired of watching these stories start off with some random <laughs> date, like November 21, 1998, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if, if it's just me, but I'm beginning to feel tired of this. No, I think it's just you. Uh, I, I liked it. I, I like that Hobbs had a reason uh, for doing what he did, for aligning with um, with for aligning with Don Callis. It's a little too convenient. You can poke holes in the argument. You can poke holes in the story. You're saying, saying uh, uh, oh, how did how did how did Don Callis know that? Will Hobbs is the exact person to get against Chris Jericho. I say, see, Chris Jericho snubbed snubbed him and his uh, grandma all those years ago in the nineties. <laughs> so that's that's where it falls apart. But uh, Hobbs, because has been a victim of some terrible writing since uh, being plucked out of the dark circuit. So this one feels like a major upgrade to me, and uh, I don't mind it because it's someone who isn't MJF this time. And uh, I don't know. I, I liked it. I like I liked it being coming from a, a real place because it does show that Hobbs is human. I, I don't know why. I, I think when it's from MJF because MJF has used it too many times to flesh out his character. But it's someone like Hobbs who didn't have a character until now. Uh, they they had starts and stops with the whole book of Hobbs thing, with the whole Team Taz thing, with the whole QTV thing. So, uh, for him to have something that isn't 
lame or silly or corny is uh, to me refreshing i actually think that um yung story that he told on dynamite was made up in yeah, case sure. it was uh, made up because he just has to find a reason yeah. or tell a reason why he has to go against Chris Jericho and that was like in the diba yung mind working si Don Callis na he lies he manipulates people so that is that was a part of the story na he has to tell this made up BS story <laughs> so that, that was the reason why he went after Jericho so um, I got I got it I got it for what it was um, pero it's it's kind of I, I will agree with you Stan with the uh They keep referencing those real life things, and um, uh, they gotta slow. They gotta slow down for a little bit. Yung kay Edge and Edge, I gotta get used to Adam Copeland and Christian. That was a better example of using the real life experience because we all know it's real. It's been written in the book, and it's from lahat ng mga sinabi ni Adam. Like it was, it, it was from the heart, and it was true, and you could relate to it because you know you followed them all their. All their careers, all their lives, no. So, um, that was a much better use of it than any other times where it was used recently, diba? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yun lang. Uh, I I just wanted to get that off my chest because <laughs> when I saw the powerhouse Hobbs promo, that was the first thing that came to mind. Like, really, another childhood interaction no, with wrestler. I think because hindi mo yung maiwasan, especially in a company where you have. The extremes. You have the young kids, the Gen Z kids. Yeah. Um, then you have the legends who are nung panahon natin, di ba? Yeah, yeah. Uh, who were the kids in our uh, in our age 20 years ago? Fucking 20 years ago. Mm. So uh, I don't think you can avoid it, especially when you are talking to fans who, when you have wrestlers who were fans, and uh, who are when you have fans who have been watching for for that long, di ba? So it's never gonna go away. I just, I just wanted one guy to stop using it. So much. okay. Uh, so Ro, in our notes, you made the comp that si Powerhouse Hobbs is the, is the little brother in Stan. <laughs> I dare say that Powerhouse Hobbs is actually Frozone. <laughs> oh, yeah, see, yeah, see, sure, sure. <laughs> That's a good. Oh, is it because it's black? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> no, but it's fine. Sure, okay. sure. Uh, do you want to talk about the ENC story or the Adam Cole story? Uh, the Adam Cole story, interesting. Um, I think it's him finally getting to do surgery. I think he finally did have surgery over the past. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, 
You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Last week. So that's one thing. Um, you do. You can only get it, get to do the Roddy Strong story for so long before Adam Cole needs to get surgery for real. <laughs> so yeah. I think that's in them. That's them ending it. I just hope that they do something about the ROH Tag Team Championships. Um, the Edge story I really like. Cause uh, this is the stories that I read in his book, right? um, the story about how Christian didn't start training the same time as Edge. Yep. Uh, how Edge, Adam? Yeah. How Edge. Um, Got signed to WWE first by JR. So a lot, a lot of those things are true. And it was then when he was talking about it that I realized oh, they never got to tell the story at all when they were feuding all the way 20, more than 20 years ago, uh, yeah. back in 2001. So it's a very surface leveling story. Yeah. It was about King of the Ring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can also feel how they were kind of shafted by Vince that time. Because I... Uh, th- he didn't believe in them so much to get a really fleshed out feud, right? also because they were mid carters at, t- at the time. But it would have been big if he just put the effort into it. So, um, I think it's also worth noting that we're lucky to have both guys in the same company in this latter run for them to really hash out their history, their full history in a story that they still get to have before they retire. Mm-hmm. Emil, any thoughts on this? Um, this uh, Adam Cole uh, story, um, I think at this point, because he's going to be out for a long time, they had to, like, Rosa, yeah. they had to cut his no, shirt. Yeah, they have surgery. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to be out for a long time. So yeah. this is basically the bookend to that. And I don't know if they're going to get back to that because we really don't know how long Adam Cole is going to be out. Like, the, uh, the, like, yung sabi sabi is like months. So we really don't know how. That's gonna turn out. So also agreeing with Rose's point that uh, they need to do something with the tag team titles. Um, it's because Adam Cole is not gonna come back anytime soon. And just uh you uh, Adam Adam and Christian thing. Um I, yes, I'm looking looking forward to it because like you said, they were they never really fleshed this out in the WWE. They say when both we when you could argue when both of them were in their primes. Christian was in TNA and Edge was like they're in different places. And then Bumalik Sila, Christian at that point was, you know, he was on and off, he was getting injured, and Edge retired. So this so for the first time, you know, stars aligned and they're they're both in the same company. And now they have the opportunity to tell to to have their own feud and they can tell all these stories about what what happened in real life. And um and I'm looking forward to more of these. Uh, Sigolo, they can stretch this out again until revolution. Because uh, that's how much that's how much gravitas this we uh, have. Okay. Uh I'm just kind of sad because it'll be a while again until we hear. Adam! <laughs> it did not show up <laughs> in our end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh it, it'll be a while until we hear uh Roddy scream for Adam! again. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, one last thing from AEW. Uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but uh, the next strong thing and the Elton strong thing on SmackDown are yeah, happening uh, concurrently. I, oh I did. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we haven't really addressed it on the podcast. My thoughts yeah. on that. Because it's next strong, right? Yeah, I noticed it last when I was watching SmackDown last Friday. Uh, they, 
that pretty our boys pretty deadly need to acknowledge the fact that you can't they they need they need it to be edited to not do that because uh, no nine next strong uh, yes they were playing the same thing with uh, with Elton right? hmm. but uh, they should have had the good sense to know that it was similar to what uh, AEW was doing with Roddy. Mm-hmm. Although, ito, uh, to be fair, to be fair, then um, I- I'm seeing a lot of Dominic Mis- or what uh, the story of Dominic Mysterio to what is happening right now with Lick Wing. So, like both companies just play off each other, I guess. Uh, mm, I especially th- especially after mm, this week, like uh, I I can see it. I think the Nick uh, Wayne thing is a little a little bit of a stretch. Yeah, I want it. Um, the the wrinkle with the Nick Wayne thing is because there is another father figure, and one of the fathers is dead. <laughs> so uh, that that is completely different from what Dominic has, which right. is a, a, a living father. <laughs> and Tom, that he's literally sub or a simp for. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, you can say it's the same because there is a trope of a rebellious teenage kid, but uh, not teenage, but a teenage dog. But uh, there's a rebellious second generation kid, but that's about it. Um, I, you know, uh, may bad influence in Rhea, and there's a bad influence in Christian, but uh, you know, Rhea is not Dom's father figure. <laughs> so there's uh, there's that going against um, the comparison that Emil just brought up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on to other wrestling news from this week the NWA uh, the National Wrestling Alliance in case there's any any confusion <laughs> they've yeah. a TV deal with the CW if you don't know what the CW is this is the network that used to air Arrow and the entire Arrow also an affiliate channel of CBS so the CBS is one of the biggest networks in the US so in the CW is their uh, network for like yung mga sci-fi shows or yung mga, uh, young adult uh, shows nila um, no more girls. <laughs> that was on CW. <laughs> not sure if uh, a wrestling show has aired on the CW before. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did SmackDown? You... Uh, yeah, SmackDown. No. SmackDown, yeah. And used to be on the CW. So, so this is not the first time uh, that this is happening. But this is huge for uh, the NWA, which has been largely on YouTube for the last, what, three, four, five years? Yeah, YouTube on Fight. Um, so the NWA is going through a moment right now. Uh, they they have claimed to bring back the territory system because they annexed uh, EC3's new promotion. I forgot what it was called. Um, no, no, no. It's not CYN. It's a different one now. Uh, something Evolution. I think Evolution is part of the name. But uh, they annexed it as part of the as the first quote unquote NWA territory in this decade. So then now they have a TV show reportedly with the CW. So that's interesting. Um, uh, Billy Corgan is do, going through another moment as well because he just um, he just, he came off the heels of um, having Tyrus, the controversial former Brodus Clay, as his NWA champion, which nobody really liked. So uh, they're doing this trying they're trying to be relevant, which is totally fine. Um, it's funny because they did this now after a lot of their big talent from 2019, 2020. Uh, moved on to greener pastures with AEW, with WWE. Like their former world champion is now the general manager of SmackDown. Um, their former mid card guy is now one of the, the is now the megastar. No Atashawi. Uh, 
Shepard, you have Ricky Starks as well uh, in AEW. So it's now the NX, the new NXT or the new ROH of the of the wrestling business. So uh, that's interesting. I don't know if enough of their current talent are on the same level as the roster they had before the pandemic. So it will be interesting to see uh, how the NWA tries to keep afloat on the CW with uh, a lack of big name talent. Mm-hmm. You know what? What if you no? Know, like their first big get after a TV deal is CM Punk to end oh, wow, up. <laughs> I mean, I think Billy Corgan, knowing Billy Corgan and how he booked Tyrus, uh, that might be like the most probable thing. Um, he has Chris Masters for that on the show. Yeah, I think what? he's a big champ. Sorry, Cardona. Oh yeah, Cardona. Oh, Cardona. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, you know, let's see how he. It's it's no Nick Aldis. So let's see. Uh, let's see how he does it now. Yeah, uh, more wrestling on TV is always a good thing for the business. So congrats paren to Billy Corgan and the NWA for signing this TV deal with the CW. Uh, we're going to close things out on the bonus episode with predictions for Halloween Havoc Night 1. So far, ang alam pa lang natin yung matches ng Night 1 because they're still building up for Night 2. And the two big ones for Night 1 are the NXT Tag Team Championship match between the D'Angelo family and Chase Hugh and the NXT Women's Championship between Becky Lynch and Lyra Valkyria. So may uh, championship uh, ba to switch hands or change hands out of uh, Halloween, Halloween Havoc? It's interesting because uh, I don't know. It, it feels like it could be a big Lyra Valkyria win, but... I also don't know how far or how long they're willing to take young Becky Lynch experiment. Yeah. Uh, something I noticed watching Raw was that uh, Becky appearing on Raw as the NXT Women's Champion is making a really good case for having a mid-card championship for the women. Like uh, AEW had it right with the TBS Championship. The only way they kind of failed that was you know not having more than one women's match every week, every night. <laughs> So, but in theory, they got that right. So, if you have a if you have a deep women's division, you do need as much uh, as many plot devices for them as possible. So, yeah. tamayon, and I like the idea of uh, the mid Carter women likes in a in the Hartwell Tegan Knox. We don't always see uh, having something to chase for in Becky's NXT Women's Championship. So, I hope they take that idea and make a separate uh women's championship uh a step lower than the than the main one which is another championship yes but i think uh it could make for better stories and better matchups so you know um that's why i don't want becky to lose then but at the same time nxt does need a women's championship na kanila din ulit so i i do want lyra to win especially because i think she's deserved it after Strong showings as uh, uh, standing toe to toe with Becky, especially on the mic and the story, right? Telling a good story about Becky, I like that. Your connection to that, as you know, as uh, as Becky being her Irish role role model in WWE, so that's pretty cool. And I think she deserves the win. But if not, then they're probably saving that for a bigger PLE. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing. I don't think. Um, I don't think we're gonna get a title change. Uh, this is a tag team match. There is a story developing within Chase U, uh, so I don't think um, they're going to have the titles anytime soon. I think JC Jane will cost them the tag team titles, um, so the Angelo family will retain, in my opinion. And the, and in the women's, um, I think Becky retains. Although I do think Lara is maybe the person to beat Becky, but like 
um, Rose said maybe they're saving that for a for a for a bigger a bigger event. Maybe um, the next major event, which um, yung yung uh, outside nung PC, maybe deadline, I guess. So they were just saving that for deadline. I I think. Here's a question for you guys. Um, at the end of this week's NXT, we saw see Lyra Valkyria tearing up the photo nila ni Becky, diba? But then on the screen, we suddenly g- uh, got Jade Cargill. Um, what if Becky actually loses the championship to Jade? I don't. That's what I... Eventually, not not soon. What What if uh, Jade's first feud is actually Becky all along? I actually Ready. said that a few weeks ago, where I thought, where we asked, where you think, uh, or you know, um, about Becky Lynch, uh, her, her her title reign, and I thought there isn't a better way to debut your new superstar than defeating one of the legends uh, of of the industry, which is Becky Lynch. That's going to be a big first feud and first win for Jade Cargill if they went that route, and I actually would like that. Mm-hmm. I am not sure because parang hindi pa sila confident about putting Jade in the ring yet. Like if they were, they would she would have started squashing people already. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it it doesn't tell me that you know it doesn't tell me that right now. Because if they were happy with her progress already, then they she would have started wrestling. Um, because uh, I'm thinking again that uh, the Becky experiment isn't going to last super long. Uh, I don't think I would see Jade for Becky's uh, eventual loss of the NXT Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. So there, uh, those are our thoughts on some of the other stories that we just didn't have time for uh, a live stream. Natin. If you want to chime in on the conversations, as always, you can find us on Twitter and on TikTok. It is at Wrestling2XPod. We'll catch you again on Tuesday with our picks of the week. And Gomero Malaking explosive topic coming out of the weekend shows. We'll probably get into that as well. But until then, this has been Stan C. Romoran and Emil Nate. Another episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast is in the books. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.